This week on Show Me Your News, Snapshots, Sonic, and the Delay of Doom. We cover them all in this week's rundown. We can take screenshots of sticker and trophy arrangements, but now we can also take snapshots of gameplay. What possibilities lie in store for this? How much potential is there in the online possibilities? And just what is the deal with that blurred out option next to send? Everyone's most anticipated third party character is here as Sonic the Hedgehog joins the brawl. But what did we see in the new trailer that accompanied this update? What was in Sonic's intro video? And just what are the Blue Blur's special moves? Sonic's update came at a price though, as it was just to soften the blow of the delay of doom. What's the reasoning for pushing the game back to February 10th? What are the reactions amongst the boards? And what's an optimistic way to look at it? This week on Roundtable, Samurai Panda and I break down the Nintendo Fall press conference and all that went with it. We'll give our impressions of the gameplay video so far and what we can hope to expect from the upcoming e for all event. This is an hour-long segment this week and you really don't want to miss it. This week's Brawl Viewpoint comes to us from Pyro Loser Kid and centers around trophies. Pyro Loser Kid will give his perspective and break down the trophy update in meticulous detail, along with other related topics in this enticing viewpoint. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! This is Show Me Your News, a Super Smash Brothers Brawl discussion podcast. All support comes from the Smash World forums at smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. And now, here's your host Yoko with... Hey there, Smash fans! Welcome to Show Me Your News, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Brawl. My name is Yoko, and I'm here this week to go over the news from the past week for you all in audio format. Today is October 14th, and this is week 15 of the podcast. Roundtable is back again this week, and we're going to have a small little contest. Let us know in the thread why you should join Show Me Your News as the Roundtable guest for episode 17, and Samurai Panda and I will decide. Please note that it will be for one week only and not a permanent spot. Check the details at the end of the roundtable. Show Me Your News is up on iTunes for your iPods to subscribe to, and you can check out Show Me Your News on the Smash Brothers blog at smashboards.com smyn. Thanks to our wonderful moderator support over at Smash World Forums. So let's get things going, kicking off this week's... The Rundown. Guess what comes first, though? That's right, it's those updates that just didn't make the podcast cut. I was almost fearing that we'd start off the week with an assist trophy, but nope, we got Zero Suit Samus's special moves. You know, it was still almost a letdown even though fanboys got to see more Samus screenshots. Conveniently, Sakurai leaves out one special move, and it just happens to be the only one we're not aware of. So yeah, the neutral bee's the paralyzer, and if it's charged, guess what? It paralyzes. Great concept, I know. 
and apparently her down smash is a paralyzer shot to the foe's feet, according to Sakurai's screenshot caption. Then the side B brings out the plasma whip, and again, we already knew of this. It's a whip, the end does the most damage, etc, etc. The up B though confirmed fears in a way, as plasma wire doesn't do anything except for home in on enemies to pull them in if they're above you, or homes in on the ledge for a tether recovery. Why not the down B Sakurai, why? I'm guessing it could be that spike-esque move we saw Zamas do at the end of the Nintendo World trailer, but we can never be too sure. We were all wondering why Kirby's final smash was delayed for so long, just like Meta Knight's character profile a few weeks ago, but that's Sakurai for you, huh? Well, it was finally announced as part of a double update on Tuesday. We all knew about this final for a long time, and unless you made inferences from Kirby games, you could only guess what happens from the trailer. So here's how it all breaks down. Cook Kirby's boiling up a feast, and his foes are merely the ingredients. The enemies in the area are lured into the pot, and items pop out as a result. That's right, it's not just food items. We see the Maxim Tomato, Spicy Curry, and a Warp Star. Now some Smashes are crying that the food makes Kirby's final smash unfair, and that Smash Balls might not even be allowed in the tournament scene. I find this to be just whining and a cop-out. I mean, this is exactly why at least Smash Balls are needed in tournaments, just like Samurai Panda and I discussed in episode 13. These items are needed for balance, and it wouldn't surprise me in the least if Kirby's final smash strength is accounting for the fact that he is still relatively nerfed. If you're against the smash ball in the tournament scene, then you're just begging for a huge disparity in tiers. Balance is the reason for these final smash attacks. Plus, using the don't get hit logic, don't let the enemy get the smash ball if you're so worried about it. Now, if you were curious like I was about the music for the WarioWare stage, well, we got one sample as the other update on Tuesday with Ashley's theme from WarioWare Touched for the DS. Let's take a listen. I was very intrigued by this very chic jazz riff, but then it kind of starts to go downhill. Vocals? Oh dear. I mean, the deep voices are okay, but I don't even know what to think about Ashley. Not only are the lyrics ridiculous, but the voice is not even fitting. It's like they grabbed the latest pop star off the street. If you hear the Japanese version, you see what I mean. Ashley is supposed to be a 9-year-old girl, not a 19-year-old young woman. Yes, you heard it here, I was not impressed with this at all. An instrumental version would have been cool, but I'm putting the settings for this song on low. Touching on it quickly, hidden in the Cook Kirby update for the Japanese version of the dojo was another music sample, but this time is for the Japan-only game DS Cooking Navi. Now we have no idea where it'll fit in at all, or if it'll even be featured in the game outside of Japan, because it was only included in the update as a reference to the cooking that Kirby is doing. Let's take another listen. Apparently the lyrics mean something like, Let's make Smash Brothers, kind of like a recipe or something of the sort, which is supposedly like the game itself. But if you want more information on that though, you're best to ask Samurai Panda on that one. Finally, Friday ended off an intense week with Snapshots, a rather camera-esque name for something we should have been expecting for quite some time now. Have you ever had to pause your game in Melee for some reason, then as you fiddled around with the in-game camera, waiting to continue, you realize, man, I wish I could take a picture of that. Well, now you can. Pause your game, orient the camera, and click. 
you have a screenshot. The Yoshi on Mario screenshot is certainly an interesting reversal of what we're used to, and it's quite amusing. Great face, Mario. Snake seems to be helping Peach with her gardening, digging holes for what seems to be a massive tournament that Peach is holding. And Link is a stealthy Hylian ninja, and Zelda is blissfully unaware of whatever Link will do to her. Whoa now! And finally, um, Kirby loves you, duh. Well, those are just the possibilities, people. Obviously, you can save these screenshots either on the Wii's memory or on an SD card, and it takes up one block of space per screenshot. Hopefully, they save in a nice format so that computers can read the picture file from the SD card, and we can share our best picks on Smash World forums. But for now, as we very well could have predicted, you can send these screenshots over to your friends, just like it has already been confirmed you can do with the sticker and trophy orientation screenshots. Now, Sakurai is one option blurred because we're still in development, so I apologize in advance if it gets dropped, but we are thinking of one more trick for this mode. Really? After taking extra time to perfect this game? Don't BS us, man. You'll have it done. What can it be, though? Some say that it could be to send the screenshot to some online server, maybe even host it on the dojo for some sort of screenshot competition. This is an intriguing thought because we really have nothing to go off of except for Sakurai saying, Don't you think you'd be happy to suddenly get a funny photo from a friend? Perhaps online brawling isn't the only way to compete. Hmm, definitely think about the possibilities. Halo 3 fanboys will rip this game for the lack of video recording unless that happens to become a feature still in development. But you have to remember, Master Chief Worshippers, the Wii does not have a hard drive like the 360 does. And actually, you wish that your game has all the different kinds of features that Brawl is going to shell out. We can always use old methods of video recording anyway. At least we can say one thing confidently though, fellow Smashers, no more camera mode. Thank goodness. Now, now, we all know that it was a makeup update, but it rocked the Brawl world nonetheless. We got a triple update on Wednesday, October 10th, and really, Brawl isn't quite the same after it. And that can be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. We got the Nintendo Conference Fall 2007 movie, or as we're all calling it, trailer number three, Sonic joins the Brawl, another video, and the character update for the most anticipated third-party character in this game, Sonic the Hedgehog. The Japan update text of the third trailer tipped us off that the Japan's release date was officially delayed to January 24th, 2008. Also, the American release date was switched from December 3rd to To Be Determined. Europe? Australia? Sorry, you're still fresh out of luck. The trailer was broken down into two distinct parts. We saw a lot of interesting special moves in motion. Peach's side B is now really girly, Meta Knight's side B is godly, dealing around 30% max, the list goes on. There were also some Pokeball Pokemon shown as well. Groudon's counterpart Kyogre, Torchic, and Piplup were all shown in motion, as well as the return of the beloved Snorlax. There were other small things too, like seeing the Andross Assist Trophy and also Yoshi owning with Super Dragon on Shadow Moses Island. The music in this section was really nice. It was an instrumental version of the Brawl theme, and if I'm not mistaken, that's the music that's going to be used in the main menu screen, or at least it seemed to be for the demo. The second part primarily centered around the subspace emissary, and the parts shown were not that much of a surprise. Enemies were just being plowed through by players, there was some co-op footage shown here and there, yada yada yada. The only thing truly of note for the subspace emissary was that Mario was fighting Petey Piranha instead of Kirby, which is contrary to what the video we've seen before shows us. But if you want to discuss that further, you should really check out the subspace emissary thread and general brawl discussion made by Fariel. 
Some other interesting moments that rounded off the video were what seemed to be team taunts at first, but I'm pretty sure that was just for cinematic purposes, as we got news later in the week that there would be three taunts per character. Or am I wrong? Are there things such as team taunts? We'll have to see. Also, when the ice climbers and Squirtle using Waterfall were shown, you can see the footage is taken on a new stage, one with Aurora Borealis or at least some imitation of the Northern Lights in the sky. It just looks amazing, if you ask me. And yeah, I definitely got chills when I heard the synthesized brass playing Menu 1. Dare I say it? Was that a good MIDI? The trailer was awesome, but that wasn't all in this huge update. Oh, heavens no. That's right, everyone's favorite blue blur, Sonic the Hedgehog, has officially been confirmed. Yes, Sega couldn't have very well been hands-off with their property. Wait, what am I talking about? Nintendo had all the leverage in the world. Let's not forget about the Olympics. Sega's developing that game and using Nintendo's IP in it. Sega is getting their name into history by having Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games being the first game that features the two rivals in the same game. There is probably no way that Nintendo would have accepted something like that unless there was something else in return, namely using Sega's IP for what will be a much more popular game, but only comes second in time. So was there any reason to doubt Sonic and Brawl like Samurai Panda said two weeks ago on Roundtable? Absolutely not. But now he's here, so what are the impressions? Personally, I think he looks great, just an awesome fit. In his intro video, Sonic joins the Brawl, we hear Sonic's voice in Brawl, which yes, will be Jason Griffith, the voice actor from Sonic X, Shadow the Hedgehog, and more recently, Sonic and the Secret Rings. He is also Rayman in that respective franchise, Usopp from One Piece, and Sir Aaron in Pokemon Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, but that's just really off topic. It's really great to see that they're getting the original voice actors for this game, just like David Hayter for Snake. Again, Sakurai's dedication to this game is immense, and the draw is something that no voice actor can pass up. Definitely. So I don't think words can describe how stoked I was to hear Live and Learn, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle's main theme played in that video. Especially in the previous episode of Show Me Your News, I told you all that SA2B is my favorite video game of all time, aside from Melee, of course. It just... fit. I would really love that song to be a music choice for whatever Sonic stage may be, especially since we're now getting vocal tracks. And I really got chills every time in the last 10 seconds or so of the video when they show Mario and Sonic posing in the subspace cemetery as it cuts to Sonic's final smash of Super Sonic. It's just so perfect for any true Sonic fan. On Thursday we got his special attacks, and while some people were confused, let me try to clear this up. I'm going to make logical guesses based on how Sonic games are played, so if it ends up being different than Brawl than this, don't be hatin'. So let's start off with the side special, Spin Dash. You'll be able to hold down side B to charge this up, but otherwise it'll have a certain amount of speed when used normally, even in the air. That's very straightforward. But then there's the down special, Spin Charge. When you hold down and tap B, you will spin in place, charging your Spin Dash. Probably the more that you tap B, the faster and faster you'll charge. This can be converted into a spin dash, a side B, for increased speed than usual. So, no people, it's not a waste of a special move, so don't even be thinking that. The up B is full of retro Sonic goodness with the spring jump. Either on the ground or in the air, a spring is created which Sonic and other characters can use to jump off of. And I must say, the results are extraordinary. Just wow! I mean, we really didn't get his neutral B in the update, but after perusing the gameplay videos that have just been released since Sonic is in the demo, I noticed that the neutral B is more than likely a punch that you can charge, very similar to DK's neutral B. It's a nice choice, but I think the somersault would have been truer to the franchise. Anyway, I can't say for sure off the top of my head which video that is, but if you're a Sonic fan, I bet you've been seeing those videos several times, and you know what I'm talking about. 
Sonic is going to be a great character, no question, and Super Sonic looks like a blast to control as well. I'm one for speed characters with Captain Falcon and Fox, so I'm definitely going to be giving him a go and just might end up maining him, even though I know most people will be. But then again, there's still the call for me of Pit and any other characters that are to be announced. The anticipation is fantastic, and we know it'll be worth the wait. Will it be worth the wait? You know, I could have asked that last week and people would have said, yeah, December 3rd, no problem, I can take it. Well, um, take this. As soon as Japan's release date was announced as January 24th, the entire Smash community went into a frenzy. What will happen to America's release date? It's now to be determined. Well, about a day later it was official. Super Smash Bros. Brawl will be launched in the Americas on February 10th, 2008. Some tried to calm fears by posting one link a ridiculous number of times that was definitely a thousand times wrong. This blog of Nintendo's Japanese media summit stated that Japan's release date was January 24th, which was affirmative, but also claimed that America's will stay as December 3rd. Not only did that make zero sense whatsoever, it also lacked common sense. Why would a Japanese conference say anything about an American release date? They honestly don't care. This was the only site to make this kind of claim and it was unbelievably foolish because they took the fact that the conference said nothing about America's release date to mean that the release date was untouched. Morons. Most of the boards, however, did not buy this kind of crap and just accepted the fact that our dear brawl is delayed. Obviously, the overall reaction was negative, and who could blame them? Reggie fils looks like an absolute fool and liar now because several of his quotes from E3 have turned out to be lies. What do I mean? Well, obviously, not. Next year and December 3rd have turned out to be wrong. You probably also remember me ranting about how he said, what you will learn this week turned out to be a bunch of crap as well in episode 2. Not only that, but Reggie claimed straight up in an interview with Gamehead that, when asked about Galaxies and Brawl's release dates, the Reginator said, we will meet these dates. Yeah, Galaxies you will, but Brawl is definitely the bigger ticket and Nintendo knows it. Still, you gotta love Reggie, but his flaws about Brawl also have to be pointed out. So why is this game being delayed? People are getting their hopes up saying that they're adding new characters or they're adding new features at this extra time, and I believe that's just totally not true. If they're adding a character, yeah, that'd be nice, but the primary reason is development. Fine-tuning things so this game can be the best that it can be. I mean, we're talking about things like getting that snapshot feature worked out or finding the best optimal balance of gameplay based on demo impressions and results. Besides, the game is still slightly buggy and prone to crashing according to IGN. The game would have to go gold in less than a month, and Nintendo just can't do that. If it's still not getting through though, you just have to realize Nintendo's policy, which is actually probably one of the best in the business. Unfortunately, it causes things like this to happen, but it's worth it in the long run. Taken from Miyamoto himself, if a game is released with errors, it is ruined forever. If a game is delayed, it gets more time to be perfected. Guys, if a game such as Melee is infamous in the Smash world for being rushed, and it turned out to be an amazing game, just imagine what this time could mean for the final product of what Brawl can become. And don't give me crap about downloadable patches and all, because you know that Nintendo does not do that for their own IP titles. And again, there's the Wii storage to take in consideration. You just have to learn patience, guys, really. Honestly, if anybody should be angry at the Big N and Sakurai, it should be me. I mean, could you imagine me finding out that I have two more months of Show Me Your News left to do? When I started this project, I didn't imagine it stretching to 2008 at all, but Sakurai has given me that much more work. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I love doing this for you guys, and it's really worth it in the long run. So I'm not complaining at all. And if you have to complain when all that's really affecting you is just waiting, then I hate to say it, but you honestly have no right to do so. So, listeners of Show Me Your News, let's take this now infamous brawl to Leo Doom like this. With this extra time, Nintendo doesn't feel hard-pressed to rush out this game. Sure, they are missing a monumental opportunity with the holidays, but there aren't that many good games that are released in the beginning of a calendar year. Brawl will definitely be an exception. There are also great games to tie us over in the meanwhile, although I'll be shredding it up on Guitar Hero 3 and Rock Band in the meanwhile. Okay, I suck at those games and I aim to get better, but I love music and really want to play with you some of you guys online for Guitar Hero 3 for the Wii. Back to Brawl though, we now have gameplay videos to tie us over and we should be getting more soon. We have more time to fine tune and hone our melee skills before Brawl opens the world of Smash Online. We can continue to develop as a Brawl community before our most anticipated game hits. Heck, we also won't fail our exams. And yes, there will be more Show Me Your News. To quote Wise Guy, every cloud has a silver lining, and everything is much better when you take that perspective. In a week where several gaming websites got their first hands-on looks at Brawl, and Capcom released a cryptic message with question marks on Wednesday called, Prepare Yourself. It's now time to keep things going with the one and only. Roundtable Hello once again, this is Yoko from Show Me Your News, and this is Roundtable, the second episode of the Roundtable. Samurai Panda is back with me, and we are here with another lengthy discussion of what you have all wanted to hear. It's totally unscripted. Samurai Panda, welcome back to the Roundtable. Thanks, Yoko. I'm glad to be here. Um, yeah, I really don't need much introduction. I'm Samurai Panda, apparently the official Smashboards translator, judging by how many PMs I get, especially recently, about translating some Japanese website or two. Um, and, again, just keep in mind that we're, you know, testing out these programs. The quality may not be superb, and if we stutter or, you know, make some mistakes, please forgive us. There's no script, so this is all natural. Definitely. I bet your PM box has been totally flooded. We've definitely had a lot of new news this week, totally non-related to the Dojo updates, and that's what we're going to be covering this week. So let's get ready. Obviously, with the uh, Nintendo Fall Media Summit, we've gotten a whole lot of gameplay videos. Sites like IGN, GameSpot, a whole bunch of others have gotten their hands on Brawl, and they've brought their cameras and recorded their footage. And Samurai Panda, what was your first impression on some of the first gameplay demos of Brawl? My first impression was this. All right, These people are really bad at Smash Brothers. Like, I'm, like seriously, these, these guys are horrible. But besides that, um, that and they like to spam the uh, special button, um, I was actually surprised. It looks faster than Melee. Not like the how they're playing at all, but I mean the actual character attacks. Like, did you catch how fast Samus charged and like how some fast some of these things come out? It's I was impressed, but you know I've heard people say you know oh it looks slower, they look floaty. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think, Yoko? When Samus did the full charge, I definitely noticed that it was a lot faster. I mean, I'm not a Samus player, but, you know, I play against enough of them to know, like, what's the speed, and yeah, it was a whole lot faster. The screw attack, though, seemed really slow and almost back to its, you know, Smash 64 roots, but I was personally very impressed. I think it looks tremendous. I don't know, 
I can't really compare it on like an actual game speed scale, but like with the four players going, it looked intense. It was pretty hard to follow everything. I wish there was more one-on-one -on -one matches because I think that's what we're all used to. But just as a whole, I was very, very impressed. Yeah, and like uh, at first when we first saw gameplay videos, I was thinking, you know, this kind of looks like more of an evolution of Smash 64 than you know Smash Melee. But now that I'm seeing this, I I'm really thinking that this is more of um, Melee but refined. You know, it's not like the difference between 64 and Melee, but now it's just a really, you know, upgraded version of what we're used to, and I'm really happy about that. I think it's more a fusion of the two, like the penultimate Smash. They, they, they even said that they're using Melee as a ground base of what they're trying to go off on and just build from there, but you're seeing so many things coming back from Smash 64. Like, obviously, like that, the, the ending sequence is very similar, like in Melee, you only saw like the winning character celebrate, or characters if you're on a team. But now you're seeing everybody in the whole uh, grand scheme of things. Also, the other thing that we, you know we got to talk about is in the gameplay videos, you started off and you're seeing character introductions come back. What about that? Awesome, but it kind of sucks with four players because it it just goes so fast. You know, I can't see it, but you know what? Character introductions were always just one of those things. I was like, man. I wish they had that in Melee, and I'm glad they brought it back in Brawl. Yeah, I mean, what do you think some of the possibilities of uh, some of these character introductions that we haven't seen yet, what do you think they could be? Oh man, that one, that's just a hard question, because you know what? They could be anything. I want to see, like, Luigi's, um, probably, like, bring out the vacuum or something, maybe suck up a couple ghosts, that would be kind of cool. Um, maybe, like, snakes, that would that'd be interesting to see, maybe, um, I don't know, he just comes off a helicopter or something. It's really up in the air, and, um, I don't know, it's just, it adds a little bit more flavor to the game. I wonder if they'll add alternative intros, like maybe you unlock them later or something. That that would be kind of cool to see. Yeah, that definitely would be interesting. I mean, I hope, yeah, Snake has the, the electric intro that we, you know, saw from that early video, <laughs> the Snake Joins the Brawl. I mean, Captain Falcon being a main, I know, like, obviously, you know, I'd want something to be with the knee because, you know, it's just to knee, but, uh, it's, you know, probably gonna be like an F-Zero racer dropping him off or something like that. I wish you could, like, I don't personally have any software that can slow down video frame by frame, but, you know, I'd, is there a thread somewhere on the boards that, you know, dissects some of the character introductions? Because, I agree, a lot of them went by so fast for the four-player matches. I mean, when you had the Samus versus Mario, the official Nintendo demo, you saw those very clearly, and that's going to be very exciting for the one-on-one -on -one matches. But something you, you mentioned, could, if there could be variable ones, something that GameSpot did mention, that seven-minute video, at the be beginning of the conference, Nintendo did mention that there are three taunts. What do you think about that? I am so happy. You cannot imagine. When I heard that, I was like, yes! Because... I don't know, I'm one of those dicks that likes playing and um, just spamming the taunt button whenever I'm killing someone. I, I, Yeah, I get flack for it, and I do die sometimes because I like taunting so much, but it's just so fun to like have my friends yell at me whenever I'm taunting in the corner and you know not actually playing, just making weird noises. And having three different taunts also kind of makes me wonder, why not four? Is it because they can't think of four? Or maybe is it because... Um, the uh, up button, for example, on the Wiimote nunchuck uh, setup, I translated that once the up button is apparently the jump button. And that's not very plausible, not very easy to do during the game. So, you know, maybe because of the control scheme, they didn't add um, four taunts and have just three. I don't know. What do you think, Yoko? Yeah, I know. The, the reason 
that you know it might be is, is just as you said. But what I'm kind of concerned about is you know they have the the four uh, specific you know taunt uh, what are the text buttons in, in the online mode, and then how does that translate over into the regular gameplay? That personally doesn't make sense to me because you'd think that if you have four different uh, text versions in the online, are they just going to go with one taunt and have those like the, the four text things be totally different, or are they going to have one direction be the same and like so you have like two of the same taunt for two different buttons and then two other buttons have the two others? I don't know how it's going to translate from online to the actual multiplayer, and that is something that I've been really wondering, and I really can't even answer myself. Personally, I'm really looking forward to seeing if uh, these taunts are interruptible, because as cool as taunts are, they really have no proper, like, you know, place in, in a, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, like, you know, hardcore game, but if they were interruptible, that could actually throw in some new mind games, like, with just, you know, taunting them, and then, you know, they'll come over, and you can get off some taunts during a real game in case someone's too worried to get close to you, I think. It'd be kind of fun to do, but uh, yeah, you know that's a good point about the uh, the four different text things. And um, you know, I was thinking about it, and uh, I wonder if they're going to change that up button on the Wiimote nunchuck setup to the jump because even as a default setting, that is just ridiculously stupid because you can't reach the up button on the D-pad on the Wiimote. It's just it's it's not possible. But anyways, um, so uh, what about the announcer? Like I, I'm not a fan of him, but I think like you just kind of get used to it. What do you think? Is he even different from Melee? Because I think it sounded a whole lot like Smash 64, which I know I they're the same announcer from 64 and Melee, or from what I've read. But it did really again like that was another thing that transferred over from 64 to just create the ultimate Smash. I mean the announcer. I mean I, I kind of liked him, but you know you're so used to Melee after a while, and it's the style is different, and it makes me wonder if it's the same guy. Yeah, I mean, there there was even a uh, pro, I think his name was David Hayton, that might be the guy that does um, Snake, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, yeah, I remember yeah, there was David a, like, Hader. David, David Hayter, okay, um, well, I remember there was like a, you know, a bring the announcer back thread too, and that, I thought that was kind of silly, but after hearing this guy, like, I don't know, it, it might be the same guy, might not be. I think that's kind of like a, a, a little point, not really that big of a deal. Oh yeah, what do you think of Norfair seeing a new stage in the demo? That's definitely something we have to bring up because we, I was totally blown away. I mean, just having a new stage that wasn't even announced on the dojo is like, wow. Uh, obviously, the IGN video wasn't a good start for the stage because it had Pit getting totally pummeled and he got up to like, I don't know, 70 some percent and then Yoshi hit him and he was already at 80. He got KO'd so quickly and it was just because he got stage spiked and trapped with the lava. But I don't think the lava would be too much of a problem. I think in terms of the Metroid stage, it's much, much better than the ones we've had because you have solid platforms this time around. And it's not totally small. There are three distinct, you know, platforms. And it's not like Brinstar where it's really, really cramped and it's so easy to fall off and get in the lava or even die. And it's not like Brinstar Depths where I don't even think you can call that a platform at all. But yeah, Norfair was I was very impressed. I mean I you know, personally I just wanted to hear the music. I couldn't you know, you can't hear the audio that well. You can just hear the effects. But I I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a Norfair from Metroid theme at all. Or that'd be even cool if they mix in the uh the Ridley Brawl music right there. I heard, I think it was on IGN, that um, they, the stages actually change. Uh, the platforms actually, you know, uh, change around. Um, I don't know, we didn't see that, though, in the demo, and 
there's something else I noticed, like, oh yeah, by the way, I just want to point out that um, seeing the Metroid stage is one of the things we talked about in the uh, roundtable last time, and uh, I'm I'm a little happy about it, but a little disappointed. It's like, you know, Sakurai, get over the lava. As cool as it was in 64 and Melee, now it's kind of like, okay, it's there, so what? It's not really, not really the best. And I also hear that... Uh, there's like a tidal wave of lava that sometimes comes from the uh, left side of the screen, so that's something interesting to look forward to. And I notice all of the stages seem, well, smaller in scale to the to the uh, characters. If you notice, like, um, Bowser is like half the stage on the uh, Sky World one. Um, I'm, I'm kind of happy about that, because I think that actually might play into the uh, whole balance thing, making slower characters as good as uh, faster characters. Because if it's, you know, if they don't have to, you know, run across the entire stage, taking five seconds to dash across it, then they might be able to hold up better. And, you know, even getting items and stuff like that would be easier if they're close to you, you know? What do you think? That's a really interesting point. I haven't really ever thought about it that way. I didn't realize that the stages seem, did seem a bit small. And, you know, with the video where a Bowser transforms into Giga Bowser, it's like, oh, geez, forget it. That was unfortunate. You know, it happened in the final five seconds, and he couldn't even get off an attack. But, you know, oh, well. Um, yeah, I, I actually kind of want there to be a little bit bigger stages. I mean, these are good for now. I mean, we're only talking ten stages. I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking, you know, 35, 40 stages, because we did have 29 in Melee. So, I mean, you got to have some sort of imp improvement from there. Um, let's see, I want to talk about the menus. I, I like the look of the menus, even though they're not probably the final ones, and I'm not even going to try to judge character numbers based off the character demo screen because that's just kind of stupid, but I kind of like like the layout, and if that's like that general skin and feel stays, I'd be really happy with it, especially when you know the character select screen is white and then when everything's all set it switches to black. I, I personally really like that. What did you think? Yeah, you know, when I when I first saw that, I was thinking like uh, that was really cool, and like there there are just a bunch of these little effects that they were kind of missing in melee, and things like seeing the the random button there, you know, it's you know no one knew about the random button, no no casual player uh, that I know. Like whenever I would sit down with some people I didn't know and just play Smash, um, I went to the random button, and they're like, "What? How'd you just do that?" You know, um, so I I think they're kind of mainstreaming uh, a few secret things in Melee a little bit, and also making things like, you know, when you get the final smash, or the smash ball, rather, you, like, the whole screen kind of gl glows a little bit darker, and, and you're just kind of glowing there, and, you know, it's just these little effects that they have, the menus, and in and all sorts of things, and how they, they have the, um, the name of the game above the uh, stage, like, name itself, uh, the game it's from and stuff, it's just, I don't know, I, I just feel like this is what Melee could have been if they didn't rush it out the door. Yeah, it was fantastic. Again, music. I loved seeing the little music note saying what music music was for the stage. That was awesome. I also really liked the uh, the aura, the effect. How we, you know, we were thinking in the beginning that with the screenshots, you know, capturing one moment in time, that uh, characters would have one color aura instead of, you know, like, and it'd be different for each character. That was the uh, original Smash Boards thinking. But I really liked seeing the fluctuating colors. It was really neat. Um, also, something I noticed was, you know, if the character doesn't use the final smash for a while, there's a video where Meta Knight gets the smash ball, but he doesn't use his final smash. And, like, again, that goes to, like, how, you know, how silly the, you know, the demo players were. They'd get 
the Smash Balls that happened to Yoshi, you know, rolled off the stage and died. It happened to Donkey Kong. I was interested to see Konga beat, but you know, no, he went and killed himself too. I think that was in the uh, the uh, sudden death video. Also, you know, Meta Knight just never used it, and I don't. I think after 10 seconds, you just lose the Smash Ball and it goes back out into space. They also mentioned that, you know, if you get attacked immediately right away, then and it comes back out. I mean, little effects, but we'll get to final smashes soon because I think that was a huge topic. But something else I want to cover: the AI kind of bothered me. I think at times, the AI had moments of like, wow, for being a level three computer, this is pretty solid fighting. But then when you get off the stage. I think the recovery was absolutely ridiculous. And, like, especially Sonic. Sonic had really poor moments of recovery. Uh, even Mario, too, like the, the Mar Samus Mario video, and it's like the, the staple video because it was obviously the first video that we saw. But when Samus unleashed the Zero Laser, you know, Mario just got in a heart container, bam, right in his face, like it almost hit him the entire weight. 44 damage was insane. But he flew off the stage and it was like he was in control of his jump, didn't even try an up B, didn't even seem to make a second jump. It was ridiculous. I mean, the fighting was solid because it seemed to move along a lot, and the thing that really bothers me with low computers is like, it, it's like they're almost brain dead. Like, you're standing around, looking around, looking around, jab, looking around, looking around. But for a level 3, it seemed to be a lot better than melee. But man, I hope that they really improve the uh, recovery techniques. What do you think? Yeah, you know, uh, the AI um, for a level 3 computer, it was, I think, a little bit better. Like, I remember in the same video, the Samus vs. Mario video, you could actually see Mario jumping back, and, and while Samus is holding the pitfall, the Mario actually does a um, directional air dodge to avoid, you know, if he potentially threw the pitfall at him. And you could also see him short hopping to the um, up in the air for Mario like a couple times. Uh, I thought that was random and uh, kind of cool, but you know, there's there's no um, there's no what do you call it way to know right now if uh, level nine computers is going to be the cap this time. Who knows? There could be level twelve, level fifteen. We we really have no idea what to expect. But um, you know, maybe turn um, it up to eleven, man. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that that'd be awesome actually if they had uh, if they had eleven. Just a little throwback to that, but I think that's more of an American joke, if anything. But um, oh, did you notice how most stages changed? Like, I was not a fan of like how many times these cha these um, stages changed and and almost how they changed. The Fire Emblem stage where like all of a sudden it's just making like some like whizzing action. You're like going somewhere and, and all of a sudden you're playing like as if you're on like a solid platform but there's nothing there it it, it kind of just was a little uh, weird to me what do you think yeah the castle siege was a little interesting like I'm gonna point out music again because you could hear the fire emblem theme it said fire emblem theme and it did have a, a choral feel to it like with the choir and I really like that and I hope we get yeah, a really music sample yeah. of that soon but yeah definitely it was a little weird just to get it, you know, out of out of nowhere. Just you know, you'd be fighting and then suddenly drop. I thought there would be at least some kind of cue that would you know spur the change. And I kind of like the fact that when you're falling, you seemed grounded, and that was a good thing to me. I think because if you're just fighting in the air and like you use an up B, you're, like you're you're going down the rest of the way. But it was kind of interesting to see like you know you you feel grounded, but like it's still whizzing by. So that was. It was it was different in a sense. What did you think? Well, um, also 
the the stage changing uh, for Delfino Plaza and stuff like that. Like it's constantly changing and constantly like you know the platforms are moving and stuff. Yeah, it it is kind of cool. Um, some of the transformations I'm not a fan of, like the little island for Delfino Plaza, the um, the last uh, the third part of the um, stage for um, Fire Emblem is really cool. I, I like that whole like you know. Uh, volcano thing with the tilting platform that was really awesome and and um it just kind of make, make makes me think like will fire emblem be a tournament um playable stage because yes the second transformation uh is a little bit um unfair in the sense that if foxes wave shine or or some things come back then you know it won't be legal because of just that one transformation uh but some of the stages that didn't transform their platforms but transformed their backgrounds like wow battlefield looked incredible the uh, changing seasons for yoshi's uh, island or story whatever it was great and um the corneria the the I don't, I don't remember the actual name lilat cruise but was it i might be making that up but yeah that was that was beautiful the whole like you know the background of this whole space battles and stuff like that was awesome. What do you think? The visuals were just insane. I completely agree that Battlefield was completely incredible. Yoshi's Island was great, and it doesn't affect the battle, which is really nice because you can just like stop at a stop like a stopping point and just go, "Wow, that's awesome." Lilac Cruise, yes, you're right there. Just amazing. I really don't want this like the spaceships to be like you know firing on you like they did in Corneria. And from a first impression. I got the idea that that they wouldn't. I mean, ugh, man, even like IGN was commenting on how wonderful the graphics looked, and this is a Wii game we're talking about, which was just phenomenal. Also, Smashville was another one that looked very solid. Although I really didn't expect for Smashville that the platform would go back and forth. I thought from the screenshots that the platform would just stay in the middle, and you know, I mean, it, it could be of some help, and it won't make it not a tournament playable stage. I mean, because it still it looks like a great stage to me personally but yeah also the put back to the fire emblem really quick uh the third one while it did look fascinating again graphics were just top notch for a wii game i'm i'm trying to remember and i can't remember for sure but did one of the characters when they fall like they were on the left and i think they might have fallen but you know the the platform is really small and they fell and i think they might have died you know because stupid computer ai but i think they might have died as a result do you remember that at all I don't quite remember that, but there were a lot of strange and silly deaths that, that happened. I think there was one death on the Fire Emblem stage. It was in a four-player game where Diddy Kong fell off the left side, and I can't tell what he did. It looked like he did like almost a wall jump or something, and uh, and then just fell off from there because they don't know how to play. But um, yeah, they were they were killing themselves left and right though. So I don't know if that's really indicative of the stage itself or uh, just really how bad these guys were. Um, but oh man, the different colors for the characters. Wow, I know they're not alternate costumes. I really hope they still have alternate costumes with alternate colors. Hopefully, I don't can't predict whether or not that's going to happen. But albino DK looked so cool. You know, the different Meta Knight colors were you know pretty nice. Uh, Yoshi's different colors were awesome. Uh, what else? What else did we see? Like Mario's colors were the exact same from Melee. I'm pretty sure, which is a little disappointing. But hey, who knows? Maybe you can unlock uh, more colors. 
you know, hopefully they'll have more uh, unlockables that will affect the multiplayer game um, a little bit more. Like, I know music will affect it a little bit, but, I mean, colors to me is uh, is a big thing, um, and alternate costumes and stuff, like, hopefully they'll have a lot more customization options in terms of, you know, how your character looks. Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? Unlockable alternate costumes? I mean, man, that'd be intense. Yeah, I mean, at, lo at first it didn't really look like we're getting alternate costumes. I mean, I mean, we really, really want them in, and I think if they don't come in, that'd be like for the next Smash. If there is a next Smash, um, reading some sort of things, I heard that Diddy Kong has a Waluigi uh, sort of color palette to him with like the purple. Um, that's probably from like a one-up. Uh, review or whatever. Also, IGN's written review, two words, man. Dark Link. That is going to be crazy. I really am looking forward to seeing that. I think all of Meta Knight's alternate costumes look pimp, and, like, um, Marth in uh, Melee had just the coolest alternate costumes in it, except for that white one, and that's like Elvis or the tiara. And that, that was my favorite yeah, that, one. That's what we call I, him. We call like him Elvis. <laughs> but, yeah, Meta Knight just looked ridiculous. The dark... The dark one was exceedingly cool. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, people's impressions on um, on the different color sets uh, when they go for the demo next week. But uh, that's of course for later. Um, so I think what about final smashes now? Um, I think the smash ball hitting the smash ball and having to unlock its goodness to quote the strange guy that was giving the walkthrough, um, but. It looks really interesting how you activate it, and um, if I wonder if you can activate it in the air and stuff, and if re they really truly will be tournament playable, because I know, remember I said um, that items are coming back in tournaments, but this Smash Ball seems to be kind of um, kind of in the air right now for me. Um, like I was positive it was going to come back uh, until I saw Peach's Final Smash. Uh, in case uh, you didn't see Peach's Final Smash. Um, the like two little pictures of Peach uh, appear on both sides, are a bunch of hearts, uh, and everyone falls asleep, and then the sky rains with peaches that Peach can pick up. I just realized that they're peaches, and her name is Peach. Huh. Anyways, uh, that she can pick up, heal herself, and she can also give you a, a fully charged uh, down smash to the face. Um, I am not sure if if that's avoidable. That could potentially still be legal, but like you know how in tournaments you don't really have healing items, and her power is, you know, bringing out healing items pretty much. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I've already mentioned this in on the in the rundown, but yeah, I mean Peach's final smash, yeah, with the Peaches and Heal Yourself, and then also Kirby. We we just got the update. Also, you know, having the uh, food items popped out. I still really want final smashes back in because it's all about balance, and if now, if you're saying that you know you don't want the final smashes in, you're, you're, then you're just begging for really separated tiers because this is obviously Sakurai's method of balance. It's obviously then these characters are nerfed somehow, and I think I also read somewhere that Peach really didn't feel the same, and she's not as stronger. Not she's that's dumb English. She's not as strong. Um, also, apparently, Meta Knight's final smash it was again in written form. You guys got to read these written reviews if you haven't. There there is kind of a lot of info, just like a Little Mac from Punch Out being a cis trophy. But uh, anyway, Meta Knight apparently has a really poor final smash, and it's like very, very directional, which is again compensation for how much of a god tier that he is right now, and hopefully they'll be nerfing that. But for the final smashes as a whole, I was just 
enthralled. I mean, it, it was fantastic. I really like the fact that you have to actually do damage on it instead of just, you know, overlapping your character model with it. I think that really goes to show with maybe the new with the new physics engine that it's being treated like an item, like, you know, the different boxes are. Um, as to as mu as uh, when it comes to as much damage that you have to put on it, I don't know. Like, you know, Samus had her uh, up air, like the drill spinning kick or whatever, and, like, that wasn't enough, so she had to finish it off with uh, her sex kick. And, like, it almost seems like to be a little too much, and it in the also the Link versus Sonic video, the official Nintendo demo, it almost showed that, you know, Link, I think, put some damage on it, but then, you know, Sonic ended up getting it, which was very cool. I loved seeing Super Sonic. Again, it's a very, very directional one. You know, you, it's kind of hard to control. I mean, it's very cool to control, but it's, again, like a very directional thing, and it's it almost brings the character who looks really sweet in battle back down to earth. And I think if you're not using these items in tournament play, then you're just really asking for, you know, it's a tournament setting that we're used to in Melee, where only a certain few characters win because they're really great at fighting, but these Final Smash balancers, you know, kind of bring them back down to earth. And also the characters who aren't as good as fighting normally as these high tiers, quote-unquote, supposedly, even though we can't say that right now. I mean, it, the final smashes are really strong for them, and it kind of levels things out. Yeah, you know, balance is a big thing. Um, and in, in speaking of balance, uh, I noticed that Bowser, it may just be me, but in the Bowser videos, he was a lot faster, it seemed like. I don't know if he walked faster, or if some of his attacks came out faster. Uh, I do know his forward B is, is changed. It's not... Um, it's now a command throw. Like, I know it was technically a throw last time, but uh, according to some guy on IGN, uh, was it IGN? Or I think it was some site, I don't remember the exact review it was, but he said that it was, um, he turned, kind of became more of a grappler uh, in the sense that he would grab them and kind of do like a little jump on them after he grabs them with the uh, 4B. Uh, so that's that's kind of interesting. Um, and I don't know, that, that's, balance is one thing that I'm not looking forward to hearing per se. Um, from the impressions later uh, for in the, during E for All because balance will change. Sakurai has like four and a half months left to make this game. I'm pretty sure he's going to change the balance. So right now, Meta Knight is apparently god tier, according to some people, or you know just new friendly really. Uh, but he will change. You know, uh, everyone will probably change. Who knows? Maybe Diddy Kong will all of a sudden be, you know, stronger than ever. Or maybe they'll decide that Peach needs uh, a little more, you know, power in her down smash. You can't say anything as it is now. That's true. And it sounds like a really good transition into this week on Thursday, October 18th. E for All begins. And we have obviously gotten the update on the website that Smash Brothers Brawl will be there. It's official. It's going to be there. And uh, let's see, Samurai Panda, you've gotten you know some uh, translation requests from the demo over in Japan that's already been playable. What do you think some of the anticipations will be coming in to E for All? Um, really, uh, you know, there's there's a thread that uh, I was actually planning on making myself too before this guy did it. But uh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of the, the thread and the the thread maker. But he basically throws out some questions, in-depth questions about the gameplay that we've been waiting for. And I just think that it's really awesome that right now we can put a date on when, for sure, we know w uh, if wave dashing will return. Uh, and I think that the that is one of the biggest pieces of news that we're going to get. Period. Almost. Uh, and. I'm definitely looking forward to people just just uh, finally giving us the little nuances that we always want. Like on the dojo, being being like 
obsessive Smash fans that we are, the dojo isn't really enough information for us. We're always assuming, we're always wondering things, we're always trying to figure out things without enough information. And I think that, you know, to get the full story about some characters, like, you know, maybe Link's bombs are different, or maybe, you know, how does the Gale Boomerang actually, you know, work for Link? And, you know, for Sonic, how does, you know, how do his different B attacks, how do they differ, you know, to make them all original and stuff? Like, and how his up B is so incredibly high, and if you noticed, it seems like him, him doing the up B in the air, he can still act after he does it. Um, which is <laughs> really interesting to me. Um, and, you know, it's just, just these little things that uh, we haven't been able to get through the dojo or through uh, other trailers is definitely what I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, yeah, certainly. It's, it's beyond question. I think the most amazing thing about, you know, these uh, quote-unquote smash noobs getting their hands on the demo and still, just, you know, just playing knowing they're like they don't care they want to see how the game feels blah, blah blah but it's still amazing to me how many things how many rumors have fallen like just like that and you know when we get actual smash pros or experienced players on the scene here at e for all well, not here I'm, I'm in michigan what the hell am i talking about <laughs> but um when we get it at e for all in los angeles and you get people like gimpy fish i know gimpy fish is going to be there i mean he's going to be able to test wave dashing for sure because if he can wave dash with Bowser then you know he'll definitely be able to test that not like Mark Bozon from IGN who says well I found wave dashing to be a little difficult but uh, anyway I think it, the really exciting thing is that as many things have, that have fallen already there are just so many more things to come and you know the kind of disappointing thing I guess but you know it is Nintendo trying to cover themselves is some of the characters that really aren't on in the uh, in the character select screen. Let's, how about you talk about that, Samurai Panda? Oh yeah, sure. I mean, of course, the biggest I think uh, lack uh, or biggest m uh, missing player that we want is Zelda, for the simple fact that we want to see if she can turn the Sheik. Um, does taking her out confirm Sheik? No, it just confirms that he is a he's a jerk and he doesn't want us to know this stuff. Um, but I think. Um, the missing, like, Snake, Lucas, and all those other characters, it just adds a, a little more mystery to the game. Like, I, I'm not sure exactly why he would keep out people like Kirby, who was one of the first characters you saw in Melee form, or rather, Brawl form. Uh, well, they're the same, technically, but, uh, you know, in the first video we saw, he and he's missing? What What's up with that? You know, it's like, it's just weird that he would do that, but, you know, um, I don't know. What do you think, Yoko? I think the reason it's been going around the boys, and I kind of agree with it, why Kirby isn't in the game, is because he has all the different Kirby hats that are still probably being programmed for the different characters. And it's not like one would pop up for a character that uh, that would be already confirmed, but that'd be kind of crazy if like one did just by a programming fluke, and it's like, oh, it's a Ridley hat. Oh my gosh, Ridley confirmed. <laughs> but um, you know that that's probably why I, I would have liked to see Snake being there because, you know, we found out so much about him and I don't think there's really anything to hide with Snake. I mean, it, it could have been cool to see if some of the codecs work on... Oh, it couldn't anyway because Shadow Moses Island is in demo stage. That would have been cool to see too, Shadow Moses. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, another one that I don't know why... I mean, obviously there's Lucas, but Pokemon Trainer. I would have wanted to see some of the, uh... some of the balance. Not the balance, the stamina. I wanted to see how that worked out. Did it go down... Does it go down really fast? How does it work out? Is changing the Pokemon, is that really laggy? 
at all. I mean, that that even might be the case that there are programming issues with swapping them out. I don't know. What do you? What are some of the things that you want to see? players test at uh, E4ALL that haven't been tested yet? Well, first off, let me just really fast uh, go back to the alternate costumes discussion we had. Um, I just remembered Pikachu still has alternate costumes. He's wearing goggles in one of the videos. Um, and the fact that Pikachu, uh, Pichu, and Jigglypuff were the uh, the you know the Pokemon that changed, they're the only ones that changed costumes. Although Mewtwo kind of just changed shades, which was retarded, but, you know, uh, I want to see Pokemon Trainers alternate colors, because you can't really make them alternate colors, because Pokemon, you know, really depend on their colors in terms of what they are and stuff, uh, and I, I just wonder if he's going to add, like, I don't know, sunglasses on the Squirtle, which, <laughs> if he does, then I'm I'm just going to throw this out there, I'm going to main Squirtle, not, not anyone else, but Squirtle, just with those sun sunglasses, I love that, but anyways, um, some of the stuff I want to see tested are um, obviously wave dashing, wave landing, L canceling, blah blah blah. But Ike, for some reason, like these people, these uh, demo players, just d these press didn't like Ike. Why? I love Ike. I like Ike. Isn't that some slogan? I like Ike. Anyways, um, I really want to see more of Ike because uh, I was thinking about you know my first you know, playthrough being with Ike, um, and I, what, from what I saw so far, from one video alone that someone played Ike, it, he seems really cool, and uh, I, I want to see the final smashes too, that's, that's another thing that I'm looking forward to, is uh, Ike's final smash, Meta Knight's final smash, um, and uh, I think those are the only two that we haven't had confirmations of yet, uh, or videos. Oh, talking about videos, do you think that they'll be able to record this at e all I, I hope so, but what's your take on it? I wouldn't see why not. It's, you know, to the public, it's not going to be under embargo. I mean, that'd be pretty ridiculous if they don't allow it, but, you know, I'm hoping for a massive influx of videos on Thursday, because just getting these alone was pretty incredible. I mean, that's my take on it. What I think for what I want to see tested is, yeah, definitely Ike. From the one video that you could see, and it was kind of at a crappy angle where he was in, it had a really similar look to Marth, and it you know just got me thinking: is what does this what does this mean about Marth? And you know, I want you know Marth players to actually go there, play as him, and like see if the feel is any different. By the way, Ike's B eruption when he charged it all oh, that looks so cool. Just saying, putting that out there. But I want to see like if the feel is similar because you know that Sakurai isn't going to want clones, and if it's a really similar swordsman feel. And he's already doing the uh, the Fire Emblem advertising or whatever you want to call it. Even though you know Fire Emblem DS is going to be coming out, even though even though Marth's a lord in that, I don't think Fire Emblem needs any more real advertising. So just sticking a Fire Emblem character in there, period, would be wonderful. But yeah, just if you get a Swordsman player to just try out Ike and see the feel, I mean that might you know have some things fall there. Uh, just a lot of other things, you know. Just try out everything. Yeah, do the final smashes, please. Don't you know, get the smash ball, hold on to it forever, have it pop out, or die, or anything like that, because that that's pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I want people to, uh, you know, record how they play and stuff like that, but, uh, like you said, like, don't, don't do anything, like, silly, and don't, like, talk about, oh my god, Meta Knight is the best ever, oh, like, you know, 10 exclamation marks. Look, we know he he looks good and everything, and and for now you might think he's good and stuff. But you know, I'm just I just want people to just you know, just talk about the 
facts that things that won't change almost like what specific B attacks are you know what the final smashes are um, and stuff like that um, oh yeah I wanted to ask you Yoko what do you think uh, do you think we're gonna get this demo somehow to the public like us the public like downloadable or disc version uh, what do you think I really don't think so I mean I think it's just gonna be a building of hype they're gonna continue doing dojo updates which, you know, that means more show me your news for everybody. But, you know, I don't think we're going to be getting a demo. And if you're trying to make Halo 3 draws, I mean, yes, it did sell wonderfully for Halo 3, but it's a totally different perspective when you're talking about Microsoft and how they sell games, and they try to market the crap out of everything. You get Mountain Dew Game Fuel, which, yes, yes, I think it tastes good, personally, but, you know, that's, that's totally off the topic. You know, you have, like, so many other Halo 3 related things, and that's probably also why it sold so well and became a market phenomenon. The beta did help, but only for two weeks. I mean, if you're talking about a downloadable demo, you're something that's gonna, talking about something that's going to be a file on your system, or if you do a disc, how are they going to mass produce it? They, they're worrying about so many of the other, the other games that are coming out for the holiday season, like Super Mario Galaxy. I mean, that's something else that they're worrying about. I mean, development is still in play, and you don't want people to play the crap out of something that they've just delayed anyway. So no, I don't think we're going to be getting a demo. I think we're going to, you know, they might have, you know, playable demos pop up at certain events throughout the year, and you, know, you get uh, gameplay videos, and that's another reason why I'm hoping that Nintendo will relax, let people bring in footage, because, you know, you want the hype to build, and I think gameplay videos, like, not hands-on stuff for everybody, but I think videos will do a sufficient job in building up the hype and all that. Yeah, and, um... I personally think that, like, I know right now, uh, one of the IGN articles said that uh, the game was buggy, as it is, uh, so I don't expect this specific build to be out anytime soon, uh, if it were to come out to the public, but personally, I would not care at all that they delay the game if they get out this demo, and you know what? I think that they would make a lot of money uh, just, you know, putting this out, like Crackdown, um the Xbox 360 game Crackdown came with the Halo 3 beta and made Crackdown sell really, really well. Of course, people realized later on that Crackdown itself was, you know, an actual good game and they didn't buy it just for the Halo 3 beta, but you know what? I think that no matter what Nintendo packages it with, they could sell that, a, like, more than they normally would because of that. Or, uh, on the flip side, if they were to package it with, say, Mario Galaxy, they could get more exposure, because people that buy Mario Galaxy may or may not actually be Smash fans. So, you know, if they want those people to try and get a taste of what Brawl really is, then they could sell more Brawl when the date comes. I think no matter what they do, releasing a demo would be beneficial to the company, but uncharacteristic of the company. Nintendo doesn't generally give out uh, demos and stuff like that, except for, I think, that one um, demo that came out with the DS, the Metroid Prime Hunters demo. Um, that's the only case I heard of that, and that actually came packaged with uh, the DS, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, I don't know, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I can't help but, you know, think that, uh, from a business standpoint, they would want to do this, you know? Yeah, you can think about it like that. I mean, it would be nice since Mario Galaxy is already pre-ordering very well if they put that in. But I think, you know, if they know Nintendo, they also know Smash Brothers. I think, if I remember correctly, I don't even have a DS, so I'm going off of, you know, just knowledge in general. I think Hunter's, one of the demo, I think released with the DS release. So that's, like, like a totally different 
thing. I mean, we can't even compare the two right now. A demo would be nice, but you know, it is very uncharacteristic of Nintendo. They don't really do demos, and I think they just want to build up the hype without people playing a lot of it and already maybe even unlocking like the very few secrets that we can through demos. I don't think they they want it to be totally you know unlocked, and that's why they're giving us demos at these events and limiting it to only so much. And when you have a lot of development still be done, you don't want to kind of put out something that's buggy. I mean, with this said, you know, wrapping up conclusion for this little part of the discussion, if you're going to E4ALL, you know, I'm probably going to be PMing you because I want to show me your news coverage for it, but we don't need to see videos of how awesome you are at Brawl, and I know they're going to have a Brawl tournament, which is going to be also very interesting to see. We don't need to see you rock socks at new Super Smash Brothers Brawl because we as a community want you going there to s get information about the game I mean that's what we're all about we're all about news and information and all that stuff you agree oh yeah totally um that is 100% what I was thinking too like you know enjoy brawl you you are one of the few lucky ones that can uh but just do us all a favor all the starving fans out here just just help us out a little bit you know and play with Brawl later, but study Brawl first, if you could. Um, and do you think we have time for the uh, other uh, kind of point before the question? What do you think? I think we make it really quickly. I mean, we know that Sonic just came out recently, and it's third party, and we have Snake and Sonic as a third party character. I just want to ask really quickly what if there's a third party character or two that you know you still want coming into the game cuz i mean probably characters are already decided in the game but you know people are wondering with this delay if you know characters are still going to be added last minute if they can get legal stuff worked out just just a quick question you know what's a third party character that you'd want to be and i know you mentioned knuckles but is there anyone else uh other than knuckles um mega man i think is is almost a given um and i could definitely see um um one of those you know wtf characters that you don't really expect at the end to actually be a third party character in the sense of pac-man um you know, telling people that Pac-Man is in the game won't really sell more games, really. But I could totally see, like, Pac-Man being one of those, like, what? It, did I just unlock Pac-Man? Because that'd be kind of cool. And Pac-Man is one of those old-school kind of characters that everyone's going to recognize. Um, but other than that, like, Gino, if he is a third-party character or not, um, that's up in the air. And, um... Final Fantasy is getting Crystal Chronicles for the Wii, and they're announcing more stuff for the DS with Dragon Quest and things, so, I don't know, maybe there can be some deal be between Square and and, um, and Nintendo for maybe a character like Black Mage or um, Cactuar, which, I don't know why I just said that, but I would not want to play Cactuar in Brawl, but, I don't know, what do you think, Yoko? Well, I think if Final Fantasy characters get in Brawl, I mean, yeah, you got Metal Gear Solid 4 helping the PS3, but if you get a Final Fantasy character like Cloud or Sephiroth, I mean, I haven't played Final Fantasy, so I'm just going off of general fanboy spoutings, but if that happens, that's the final nail in the coffin for Sony, and that'd just be ridiculous. Same thing with Kingdom Hearts. I mean, if you get Sora from Kingdom Hearts, which, again, I haven't played because I'm kind of anti-Sony, that would just be, you know, killer. I mean, you, you could you imagine how many Kingdom Hearts fans would just get a Wii and buy Brawl just to play their beloved Sora? You know, I... I was actually thinking Pac-Man Pac when you mentioned this question because I did see it on the boards and I thought that'd just be hilarious because, you know, Sakurai is a thing for retro characters. I mean, we obviously know that from Mr. Game & Watch. Another third-party character that'd be pretty cool, again, haven't played the game because my gaming experience is only so limited to pretty much Nintendo and some 360 games and Sega Genesis and whatnot, but Simon Belmont from Castlevania would obviously be another great choice. Mega Man, again, totally agree. Um, 
yeah, Pac-Man, I think, would be the winner there because that'd just be a total WTF right there. I think we want to get in the question. You want to you agree with that? Yeah, uh, let's get the question for the uh, roundtable and finish it off with this. All right, Gaden writes, all, all right, I was looking at the final smashes this past weekend and really realized that Zero Suit Samus' transformation is activated by the final smash. Then that got me thinking whether or not Sheik and Zelda will be two different characters or not, and if they transform again, will it be activated by the final smash like Samus? What do you guys think? I'm going to say no. Uh, because that is kind of gimmicky, the whole Samus, the Zero Suit Samus using the Final Smash gimmicky, and not n- not really popular with a lot of people, uh, given that we don't know if there's another uh, method of transformation, though. Um, and, well, I don't know. I really do think that if the Zelda Sheik transformation <coughs> does return, then uh, it'll still stick with the whole down B thing, although, who knows? What do you think? I really think it's definitely going to be just a down B transformation. I mean, yes, it is possible since Zelda was absent from the uh, playable character roster at the demo. It is possible, yeah, maybe. But I think they're just going to go with what was traditional for Melee, do a down B Sheik, even though I'm, I don't really like Sheik, but hopefully they'll just nerf her a lot and still make Zelda a really strong player. Because I think if, you, if you're going to do that balance, you got to have Zelda be at least a little bit stronger than Sheik just to try to compensate to... Zelda fans, period, from Melee. But, yeah, I mean, the Zamus-Samus thing is really kind of interesting, because I really want to see Zamus be a playable character from the start by any kind of method whatsoever. And, like, that's another thing you can maybe test, you know, hold down A at the start of the match with Samus. Also, there's another thing that bothered me, is when you have, you know, obviously you can have more than one Smash Ball in a match. Um, whenever Zamus gets her final smash. It'd be interesting to see if it if it's a really strong attack and it just goes back to regular Samus with the power suit. That's another thing we gotta be testing at uh, E for All. But I really want to see Zamus be a playable character in some fashion. That may be another reason why uh, she wasn't on the roster. And if if she wasn't on the original roster, that'd be just all the more reason for Ridley fans to be crying out and get our Ridley and Brawl because that's not really much of a strong representation, additional strong representation of the Metroid series that you know they've been wanting. So basically, yes, I say that Sheik and Zelda will still be down B. I don't think Final Smash is really good for. I mean, Zelda is probably going to need a strong Final Smash to for balance, so it can have it be a really strong magical attack. Just you know, Sheik, you know, do the down B thing. That's just fine. Yeah, definitely. All right, and uh, we have some news for the next roundtable. You want to tell the listeners, Yoko? That's right. We've got big roundtable news. What we're going to do for next time, you've all been saying, hey, you guys are great. I mean, well, thank you. I mean, we're really quite humbled about that. But, you know, let's get a third voice, someone from the the forums. And we're like, all right, well, let's see how we can do this. What we're going to do is, right after this episode, right after you listen to it, if you want to be on the roundtable... Post something in the thread, you know, make it, you don't have to make it really long, but, you know, give it a decent length of why you think you should be the third member of the roundtable. And whoever, you know, does that, we're going to look at it, and we're going to decide two or three people from the boards what, I mean, if we want them to be in the roundtable. What we're going to do from there is we're going to contact you, uh, probably by the end of the next week, before the episode, we're going to do mini roundtable trials, and we're going to hold like a little 10-minute thing. I know this has probably been a, a good long time, but we're going to hold little 10-minute trials or whatever, totally separate from the podcast itself, 
and what we're going to do is we're going to take those we're going to put them up on the boards probably around the same time hopefully by release of you know episode 16 and then we're going to have you guys the boards judge and vote on who you want to see in the next episode episode 17 that features the third edition of the round table now that's not going to be the final say because obviously samurai and panda and i we're going to ha have our own feel and who we feel flowed we flowed the best with but we also want to know your opinions and it's show me your news is all about uh just feedback from all of you guys the fans and you guys are wonderful so we know you guys are going to come through for us and yeah we want a third member of the round table we're probably going to have it be different every week that's another thing so we want we're going to have different trials throughout the year it's not going to be just the third person and we're going to stick with it no we want we want different community involvement. We want different voices in this kind of forum setting. Yeah, and you know, I, I think that you guys will really have uh, have a blast at this because after you know, it, it's kind of like a little tournament thing, you know. Just and also see how well you mesh with us uh, and when we're talking and stuff. Like, uh, I don't know if I would have meshed this well with Yoko had I uh, just met him, you know, online and ran randomly started doing this with him. Like, we actually met in real life to do this. So, you know, if if you don't, if you're not really compatible with us. Um, you know, that's really something that we're gonna have to see, and and uh, and don't feel bad or anything. It's not like you're, you know, not like you're you're not very good or anything like that. It's just because really the roundtable is about you know friends talking. That's that's really the the biggest thing. Uh, and well, uh, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh yes, you all were clamoring for a long um, long podcast and well I think we did it because as of right now this is uh, this is almost one hour for the round table um, we definitely want feedback we love feedback we change things when you guys give us feedback uh, and you know tell us did you like this long one did you do you want it to be shorter even longer uh, do you think I talk too much Yoko talks too much if the sound quality really is bad just tell us anything you want you know uh, and just try and keep it constructive criticism and not just like oh Samurai Panda you suck kind of thing uh, which thankfully no one's ever said but um, yeah what do you think Yoko yeah, we, we really want the feedback really an hour long that's kind of crazy wow I'm that I don't even want to think how that's going to affect the final podcast time right now. But um, you guys are probably going to love it then. Um, yeah, give us all the feedback you want. We can rant like this for, obviously, a good long time, although I don't know if week to week when we're just getting updates if we can you know, string this all together because this was just a massive week. There's no getting around that. But yeah, constructive criticism. We're trying to do our best with the sound quality. We actually had probably about a half an hour of just bug testing, trying to get this to work. So we're just really glad we can get this out to you guys. We're really trying to do this for the community. And yeah, just you know, give us a shout out back. And with that, uh, I'm Samurai Pando. And I am Yoko. Thanks for listening to The Roundtable. Roundtable. Wow, I'll tell ya, that was a round table. And now it's time to get ready for this week's Brawl Viewpoint. This week's Brawl Viewpoint comes to us from Pyro Loser Kid. A couple weeks ago we found out about trophies and he sent in a solid Brawl Viewpoint about them that same week. I decided to hold it off for a bit though so you guys wouldn't feel overwhelmed by trophy news, but now it's time to bring it out. Let's see what Pyro Loser Kid has to say regarding trophies. Hey there, Smashers. Pyro Loser Kid coming at you about CDs. No, wait. 
stickers. Ah, one second. Trophies. There we go. Yes, that's it. On Monday, September 24th, questions were answered and more questions arrived when Sakurai showed us trophies. I'm sure everyone knows of the rumor going around saying stickers will replace trophies. Well, rumor no more. Trophies are back. With new trophies, new explanations, and hopefully at least 200 more to collect. To start, I'd like to analyze some pictures and point out some new features along the way. In the second picture of the update, you can, uh change the lighting? What happened to background? What does Sakurai mean by lighting? I mean, I really can't give any examples because I'm just completely lost myself. Also, worry means what exactly? Anyways, Sakurai, on to the third picture. I'd like to point out assist trophies and sliding box. It says Sakurai has four assist trophy trophies. Does this mean he's collected four different character assist trophies? Or has he just collected the foggy unknown general assist trophy trophy four times? Maybe you have to unlock items this time around. Items such as assist trophies. Maybe they can be used and seen in a versus brawl only if you've unlocked them previously. I guess we'll have to wait, won't we? Now, about the sliding box trophy. As you can see, two spaces below it, there's a regular box trophy. Their pictures are practically the same, except for the fact that the boxes are arranged in a different order. On Thursday, June 4th, 2007, Sakurai says, By the way, this time we've thrown sliding boxes into the mix. I'm guessing this means that all, not all boxes will slide. Some will, and some won't. Since the sliding box trophy and the regular box trophy have different icons, does this mean that we'll be able to tell them apart? Well, if we have to lock unlock the item switch for the third time, I sure hope we can tell them apart. And off topic, but no more exploding boxes. Let's skip the next picture because it's self-explanatory. Now the fifth picture. It says it's a bonus mode. In this bonus mode, you can choose certain trophies and arrange them however you like. Under the yellow trophy icons, we have a red icon that looks like an arrow pointing into a box. This is probably used to remove a certain trophy from your scene. Then beside it, we have a green landscape icon. Here's where you can choose from different backgrounds to make your setup just perfect. And what's this? Snapshots? I think so. If you look one more icon to the right, you'll see a little blue camera. To top it all off, after you have the right trophies for the right scene and the right scenery for the trophies, you can even take a picture to remember it all. Perhaps you can even send your pictures to friends through Wi-Fi. Maybe, maybe not. I'm sure a lot of people would like this feature, especially those who know how to get creative and would like to show it off. I doubt Sakurai would give us another update just to clear up little things like this, so all we can do is guess at this point. But what does this mean for other areas of Smash? What about Master Hand and Crazy Hand? In Super Smash Bros. Melee, the supposed story was that the little characters were actually trophies that a boy entertained himself with by making them fight each other. It is said that the boy's hands are Master Hand and Crazy Hand, which I think is a pretty good assumption. Even though Master and Crazy Hand were never really out of the Smash Brothers world, does this update partially confirm them? Or at least one of them? I mean, Master Hand has been the main boss of the past two Smash installments. There's a pretty good chance of a return. And the boy playing with Trophy's storyline just seems pretty probable, so it's a good chance we'll see the White Glove Menace again and maybe he'll bring his crazy counterpart along with him.
I'm sure most of you have seen the return of character entrances thread, or have at least thought about it on your own now and then. If you're still lost, listen. Remember playing Super Smash Bros. on your N64? Each character had a cool way of entering onto the screen. The Mario Brothers had the warp pipe, Kirby had his warp star, Samus stepped out of a portal, Fox arrived in his R-Wing, the Pokemon came from Pokeballs, etc. Need I go on? Anyways, the character entrances vanished immediately. Instead, the characters appeared on little trophy stands. This makes sense because trophies were an important and new feature in Melee and was one of everyone's completion goals. Now that we've seen the trophy update, character entrances seem unlikely, but with Sakurai's mind games, for all I know, characters will float down in stickers and inflate when they touch the ground. Well, these are just some of the questions and possibilities that arise and what trophies mean for the other aspects of Smash. Hopefully, I've put some new thoughts and ideas into your heads and also cleared some questions up. If you would like to add anything, post in the Show Me Your News thread in general brawl discussion. Also, if you want to talk to me personally, you can private message me or post in the thread as well. If you want to make a thread discussing these ideas, go ahead. But if it's the case where the ideas came from myself and they're not your own, some credit is always nice. Constructive criticism is always appreciated, or you can just plain out send me hate mail for all I care. Either way, I say thanks to the listeners for bearing with me, and a big thanks for Tioko for having me on the show. And with that, I'm Pyro Loser Kid, and I'm out. Very nice job, Pyro Loser Kid. It really was a solid viewpoint, and I hope you understand why I had to put it off for at least a little bit. But I really enjoyed your analysis. Great work. That'll do it for this week's... Brawl Viewpoint. Would you like to hear your brawl opinions and views played here on Show Me Your News? Send a WAVE, MP3, or a WMA file with you discussing a topic of your choosing to dojopodcast at gmail.com. That's D-O-J-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And you may hear your voice and rant featured and heard as the next Brawl Viewpoint. You may also get your views heard by sending your discussion in text format to dojopodcast at gmail.com to have Yoko read your opinions on the air. Suggested length for discussion is roughly 1.5 to 2 pages in length, single-spaced. Submissions will be taken through the Friday before the episode's premiere. And that's all for this week's episode of Show Me Your News. I'd like to personally thank Pyro Loser Kid for sending in his brawl viewpoint and a Samurai Panda for contributing to the roundtable. Please make sure to post in the thread why you would make a good guest for episode 17, and Samurai Pan and I will consider who we want to hold roundtable trials with so that the boards can help decide who should be the third roundtable member for the next edition. I'm always also in need of your brawl viewpoints, so please don't be afraid to send them on in either. My name is Yoko, and you can either post on the Show Me Your News topic in general brawl discussion, private message me, or email me at dojopodcast at gmail.com for feedback and suggestions for next time. Next week, like every week, I'll go over the week that was on SmashBros.com. I don't think anything can ever top how absolutely ginormous this week was. I don't think we'll be getting a character update this upcoming week with all the ones that we got this time around, but I'd expect some sort of subspace emissary update if I were you. With that, I'm Yoko, and I'm out. This has been Show Me Your News, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Brawl. All support comes from Smash World Forums at Smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com.
This week's shout-out goes to Sariku Uchiha. Sariku helped me get MSN Messenger since so many listeners don't have aim. So now you can check that out in my profile on the Smashboards. He also convinced me to start a YouTube account for Show Me Your News and other Brawl-related tidbits. Check out SMYN Yoko if you wish. Thanks so much, Sariku. Show me your news! Yeah, that's right. I ripped on Halo 3. You know it. What is camera mode? Some stupid mode where, like, the fourth player plugs into the, that socket and controls the camera while the others fight and can take screenshots then. It's really kind of crappy. Okay, um... Wait, so so I'm supposed to not rip on the fact that the Wii doesn't have a hard drive right now? Well, you could, you could but, <laughs> but still, Brawl is going to have a crazy amount of features that Halo 3 is uh, kind of lacking. Like a bunch of crappy random characters that were in the last two. What, you got Master Chief and the Elites and Arbiter. And I need to play... And Cortana, excuse me, Cortana too. I Can't forget to call about Cortana people. So? Yeah. Brawl rules. Okay. Yeah. No ranked online. At least our online is free. That's right. I said it. <laughs> yeah, you don't even get to know who you're playing against because they're so anti-communication um, slash... Who cares? Yeah. Exactly what I say about Brawl. Yeah, right. You know you like playing Melee. Yes, but I'm not the one wasting, what, 10 hours a week for a two-hour podcast? It's not 10 hours. Okay, so, let me see. How long reading the updates? How long watching the videos? How long configuring and then doing the thing with Samurai Panda? How long writing a script? How long now? How long editing it? It's pretty darn close. <laughs> you know it's true, dang it. Let me get back to recording, please. <laughs> Have it not be 11 hours? Yeah, pretty much. Okay.